was very, very serious. <laughs> dropping the F-bomb like 10 <laughs> seconds in. Right. No, we're good, we're good. Hello and welcome to the third uh, episode of Gears and Beers podcast. Um, I'm Mitch. We got Matt to the right of me. Hello. We got Joseph to the left of me. G'day. And we got a special guest, uh, Michael Truzy True. Truzy. Hello. So, <laughs> so we've got a few topics tonight. Um, not a great deal. We're trying to be a bit more organic, I suppose. Um, well, I guess it was it was more or less. Yeah, I've, I've got I've got a page here with just a heading on it. Mm. That's it. Yes. Gears and beers episode three. And it's gonna be completely off the yeah. path. Hells Un- yeah. Unplugged. Yes, yeah, so going back will. to the first episode style, basically. Now, Michael, introduce yourself. Tell us what you drive, who you are, why we should care, etc. Um, so, I drive a 1990 MX-5 that I've had for a very long time. Too long. Yeah, too long. And it's actually a project car that Matt and I have been doing for a while now. Too long. <laughs> About the same <laughs> amount of time we've had the car for. Essentially. Um <clears throat> Uh, the engine we're building is supposed to be a, a turbocharged, the the original um, 1.6 liter motor that the MX-5 came with, but turbocharged, and um, yeah, it it's gonna be fun when it's eventually done. I was gonna yeah. say you've been, you guys have been working on this as long as I've known, well Matt at least. Hey, yeah, the, yeah, it's the, the turbocharger is now in a big bucket of WD-40, <laughs> so that's a bit of progress. Not gonna lie, and, and the engine is no longer in several pieces. It's, it's actually even, it's back in one piece again. That's that's a good start. It's, so yeah, yeah, we're getting closer. Very very close. And was that your first car? <laughs> um, it was my first car that I bought. Um, the first car that I drove around for a while was um, a Mitsubishi Pajero. Oh and, shit! Lovely. Yeah. I forgot that was, <laughs> A behemoth to drive around with. I got very, very good at being uh, like cautious about how big I actually was. In that <laughs> thing. What happened to your back windscreen? Um, yeah, funny you asked that, Matt. Thank you for bringing that up. I couldn't um, help myself. I was. I realized how big this thing was when I was reversing it, and there was a low-hanging branch, and I kind of reversed a bit too much, and the low-hanging branch crumpled the rear door. And I had to drive home with no rear windshield at all. And it was very nerve-wracking also breaking that to my parents saying, yeah, might have actually damaged the car a bit, but it's okay. <laughs> Everyone's had that uh, had that chat. Did you get the um, exhaust vacuum back into the car? Or is it sort of still sealed? Oh, uh, no, it all got fixed up and we, we sold it off. So it's all gone now. Yeah. Someone else's problem. Yep, exactly. It's the best, it's the best Someone problem. That's where I deal with the problem. <laughs> Sell just, it. Just yeah. get rid of it. Just fog it off. <laughs> Make some money out of it. So, Mitch, what is news? So, well, I want to talk first about um, tires. Tires. And uh, it turns out they work a lot better when they have uh, air in the no. uh, in the tire. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, my God. Um, so, I was heading home one night after a long day at work. I'm about to get on the highway. And I've noticed... My car's just, it's not feeling quite right. You know, when I accelerate, it sort of pulls to the right. Viewing it. Yeah, it sort of did this weird, it, was, it wasn't it was right. And I was literally about, I was on the on-ramp waiting to go on the highway and I pulled off, I took the exit that was likely available, pulled off and pulled into a shopping center car park and got out and had a quick squeeze. Sure enough, driver side rear, flat. Flat. Yeah, the flat. of the flat? So, you know, I had to do the whole jacking and whatever to get the wheel off. And uh, some silver 
It wasn't exactly a nail. I don't know what because the head, wherever it was, was too thick to be a nail because it wasn't like a thin sort of head. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it was. It was um, evil. Yeah, it didn't it didn't <laughs> oh. make me happy to see it. No. Um, and because oh, we know. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, many... <laughs> we had a very uh, swear word laden message with an accompanying photo. Many. <laughs> it was a Monday. Many night. Angus. Yeah, it was no. I think it was a Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. And um, so, and because my particular 8.6 year, the MY15, doesn't come with a spare wheel, the first ones did, not, not my one. Extra boot space, yeah. Yeah, exactly, to save weight and save, well, what it is, to save manufacturing costs more than anything, so I'm not putting a $500 wheel in the boot. Um, they give you some goop. Do they give you mm. run flats? Bottle of no, goop? No, 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 it's not a BMW. It's a goop and a air compressor. Huh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Did it work? It did. Wow! <laughs> I, I, wow! You go. No, is but the, the problem is now get, you get more boot space, weight reduction, yo. Yeah. And and goop works. It, no, it works. All good. Now the issue is you have to use the full bottle when you do using a goop. So if you get a flat now, you're f- I'm bone. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. So I, I mean I have got roadside assist, whatever, but still it's a bit of a pain. Thankfully, uh, a tire shop. Um, cross the open work uh, repaired it. They were able to repair it. it. Only cost thirty bucks. I was. Oh, this is a plug. Yeah, just a plug, and you know, I'm glad I'm That's not buying, good. you know, Pilot Sport another Pilot Sport four because they're not exactly cheap. Nope. Um, so I mean, it's I'm not happy they got a plug, but it's still better than a new tire. Uh, but you know, it's uh, going good now, and the, it's still got air in the tire. So That's good to hear. Mm. That is very good to hear. Plugs mm. are they like you can't take that on the racetrack, can you? I don't know. Because the heating, the expanding in the rubber, surely would like that would just be bad. Because no, what what I believe they do is because you know tires are like they don't have a a, a bladder thingy anymore. No, the the fact that they when they fill up with air, they sort of seal against the the rim. Exactly. Yeah. So when it expands, but there is a patch, I believe, inside the tire as well. Well, as someone who actually did tire changes at oh, one point. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, Enlighten us, Mister. <laughs> I would believe that the plug that they use to actually repair your tire can definitely be used on the racetrack mm. and it would be even more effective when the air actually heats up which increases the pressure mm. because everything just becomes far more compact yes it doesn't kind of. the rubber expand and therefore there'd be bigger holes no no well everything heats up so you yeah. gotta remember when they actually make this stuff, they probably yeah. make it so that it would expand. Mm. Well, the pressure, the pressure on the tire will go up. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. They would probably make it expand at the same rate that the tire does. So there mm. should the be metal any expansion. But you reckon the glue they use? Oh, because it's it's well, yeah, they, it, it's, it's not. Like, it's a thick bead, which is. is like way. It's like jamming way too much material into a tiny little oh, hole. Yeah, like so the hole is stretched already, so mm. it can't yeah. be stretched much more. So yeah, you're definitely more than. More than right. Okay, good. So when I do go to Lakeside or whatever next, it should be sweet. Yeah, but, but I would definitely bring some more goop with you in case it does go pop. I need to buy some more goop. I don't know yeah. how expensive that is. That would be not cheap, would it? I don't know. I, when I, I'm going to book in for a service, I'm going to book in for the service this week, but I'm going to book in tomorrow. And when, when I'm in there, I'm going to ask how much a new bottle of goop is. Um, That'll be interesting. Is it actually called goop? Oh, I don't know what they I call it. I don't know what exactly name is. But it, Literally, the salesman told me it was bo- bottle of goop. Mm. literally what the guy said so I don't know it's white and it's sticky I'd take the spare tire yeah I'd take the spare tire grab the spare tire yep it's like 200 bucks for a wheel on the buy sell swap so I might look at doing that Um, but then again I mean you know you could just get a steely couldn't you well Um, a space saver 
No. No, just a regular steely. Yeah. Steely. But they're heavy. For a spare. Like, you know. But wait. Well, you take it out Mitch. before you go on the race Mitch track. is a race car driver. I want to reduce as much weight as possible. He wants to buy a carbon fiber drive shaft. And I will. <laughs> before yeah, an exhaust. If yeah. you would believe. So, I've got egg headers. Before we move yeah, on. But you, need, you, need, you need the cafe. Nah. You, do, you do. I like the stock. I board. don't. Uh, the 8.6 stock exhaust is a tin. You're just an exhaust elitist, mate. You are an mediocrity, exhaust Mediocrity. And it needs to be swapped out as soon as possible, in my opinion. One day. The car. One day. One day. One day. One so day. Very, very far away. Mm. If I know you. Like so, I know you. what's your reasoning for trying to reduce weight as much as possible over, well, say, getting an exhaust or something else? Well, it's simple. When you reduce weight, it, it uses uses less energy. Mm. So, for example, the carbon fiber drive shaft that weighs mm. less than half of the weight. Um, so it will use less energy to spin that drive shaft, which sends more energy to the rear. Correct. Yeah, you could also do the same thing by getting a small flywheel, though. I've read. Well, that's what wow. I want to do. That. That's harder to do than a carbon fiber drive shaft. I can do the drive shaft in. in I could do the drive shaft in. Well, his. he's done. He's done. He's done the crank pull. We've done the crank. You've pull. done the crank. That helps a little yeah. bit with rev matching and mm. whatnot. Mm. And then you can do the flywheel. But mm. when you say what I shaft. could do, you do mean like me and Joel and Joseph in my garage. <laughs> in your <laughs> garage. In Joseph's garage. I reckon I could do it. Would you? I need a hand, but you sure. Need a hand. <laughs> no. Look, I don't doubt you. Mm. I would be very impressed to see this drive shaft when it gets done as well. You know? If well, it gets done, I that's awesome. That, that sounds like a challenge to yeah. me. I, think. I feel like I've been challenged. I need to get it. Yeah. Episode four will be yeah. Mitch doing a carbon fiber drive shaft. Maybe not episode four. Episode 40. He'll have yeah, to start 40. <laughs> Let's go for 40 by then. So I've got 40. Oh, no, seven. Yep. Wow. <laughs> 37 weeks. Mitch does math. I do math. Good. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I wasn't good with the uh, democracy <laughs> thing last week. No, I'm not good with you, math you, this you, week. You we're doing do well math. with numbers. We are doing At least math. you're consistent. Yes. You are consistent. Now, let's talk about what beers we're drinking uh, before we move anywhere further forward. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, three of us are drinking the same beer. It is. It's such a coincidence, not at all. No. Uh, <laughs> we're drinking Asahi, fully JDM. It is. <laughs> Completely. Um, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. Asahi's good stuff. Yeah, they're good. So I like what's it. good about it? What do you like? Is it uh, is it well, light beer? A, no, oh god, no. It's a it's a heavy, but I would still find it's really crisp. I'd refreshing. Say it's just, it is yeah, refreshing. Incredibly refreshing. Mm. Do you find it as a summer or winter beer? Definitely a summer. Definitely a All summer beer. All lagers are summer beers. Really? Yeah. I reckon it's a winter. Hands beer. down. I could. Yeah, I can. I see this I as a winter beer. Yeah, I said. It has. It, it, even though the drink is cold, obviously, it has got a a warmth to it. It warms you up. That's yeah. for sure. Mm. I, I I like that. Well, I, I'm a man who's who would think that the heavier a beer is, when it, and like the heavier, and then the flavors as well. So how bitter it gets is more geared towards like wintry beers. So that's why your porters, your pilsners, your stouts, that's would be more winter stuff. And then your mm. summer lagers, like um, forex summer, yeah, and stuff shit. like that. That's Not a more your summery what? kind of stuff. That's just my yeah. take. Like, you know, everyone's open like to their own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Joseph? Well, I thought after all the hullabaloo last week about the 150 <laughs> lashes <laughs> and mm. the fact there was the only beer left in my fridge, mm. which meant I didn't have to fork out any more money, I've decided to suck on a 150 lashes for this uh, episode of Gears and Beers. Are you enjoying yeah. it? Good stuff. Um, I think it's just one, uh, you know, great big stinking pile of mediocrity. Um, <laughs> Do you like it more than I disliked it? That's the real um, question. Would you drink it again? 
if I didn't have to pay for it and someone gave it to me and something mm. else available at that party or barbecue, yes, mm. yes, I would. Really, you got to be happy with that. that yeah. well, that's a pass. I think it's acceptable. It's yes. a C grade. It's it's a solid five point five out of ten. Mm. Slightly above average. Mm. I think it's. Oh, that's, right. so uh, that's, that's a positive review. Would suck again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh. Okay. No, no swearing. No swearing. No, no swearing. Not this week. Not we're this we're week. going to be good boys <laughs> at this that. stage. <laughs> See how far after this second beer we good go. One, at least tilt the microphones on. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. News. Well, I want to see what how Joseph's new tire of suspension yes. went at Lakeside. Well, that is news. Uh, it is some news. Mm. Yes, uh, I'm the track day bro. Yeah, is, track uh, day bro. Track day bro. Um, went very no very well. No hoosiers though. <laughs> they, they went really well. Um, I think maybe my pressure tire pressure was a little bit high. Um, I, I, I didn't drop them down before the track day. It was, my, it was a cardinal sin. Mm. But nevertheless, I know they gripped. It was phenomenally well. Body roll was a lot less. Um, to the point now where I'm also getting like thrown around in my seat a bit. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why some guys have to get a harness. The seat's great, like it's got good bolstering, but I was like well up against the sides. Yeah, through. well, with the eight six seat, it's definitely a sort of it's a sports seat, but it is a daily seat as well. So it's yeah. not as like restrictive as it could be if it was a track mm. car. But I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Like oh, it's it a brilliant seat. It's yeah. Really comfortable. We did Sydney mm. and back mm. on those seats. No issues. Mm. I thought after seeing a chiropractor after that road trip, I was absolutely fine. <laughs> yes, I was so it wasn't sorry. on its coilovers yet, though. Huh? It wasn't on its coilovers. Ah, uh, it was. It was, was on it? its coilovers. Yes, mm. it was a big change. Coilovers and uh, sort of semi-slip tires. Very nice. And no, what are you actually trip. running though so, as your setup? So the racing I don't actually know that setup. Well, you yes. missed last week's episode. Yeah, you didn't listen yeah. to it. I know I did. So, so we I'm have curious. MCA <laughs> reminder for our viewers. So they're the racing sort of derived setup from mm. MCA. Um, between the blues and the reds. Between the blues and the reds, color purple. Mix yep. two together. It makes That's perfect it. sense. It's makes gorgeous. perfect sense. Very good marketing. Mm. And then the tires are federal RS double R's. Sticky. Ah, nice yeah. sticky. Nice sticky. Yes. Good value too. About 170 bucks a corner. It's not bad for a tracky wow. sort of tire. Uh, noisy as all hell though. Really? Word of warning. It's picture, imagine like a small propeller plane following you around everywhere you go. That's literally how these tires sound. So it's almost like muddies. Yeah. There were these weird noise. I'm going, what the fuck's happening here? Yeah. And it was just the tires. I've nothing wrong with them. I put my uh, RE003s back on, which is the daily sort of setup for the time being. And it's quiet as a library. So you're happy to run, you're happy to put up with the road noise at the track. Oh yeah, oh, yeah of course. But you wouldn't daily on the window. Road. Windows are down <laughs> anyway at the track. Aircon's off. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. NVH goes out the window well, basically. Well, basically, yeah. yes. Um, but the grip is the grip is insane. Well, that's what you want. That's the important thing when you're buying track tires. That's right. You know, it's good. You know, I can rotate between them now, so I don't mm. you know wear one set out too quickly. Yes. And I can just keep those track tires just for the weekends. And then have a bit of civility yeah. for the daily drive. How you many reckon? do you expect to get out of? How many track days do you expect to get out of those um, federals? I don't know me specifically. Um, guys that have run it in our club for the sprint series say so you can get a full sprint season out of one set. That's pretty decent. That was a long time. Yeah, so that's yeah, 10 to 12 yeah, track days a year. Jeez. Yeah, they, they wear really well. Apparently. $170 per... Yeah, well, I think it was 176 or something. Still, did you run out of grip at all during your entire lap time? 
Uh, stock 86. Stock? No. Hey, full bolt-ons <laughs> and ethanol, thank you. Wouldn't say it's bone stock. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the car juice. was outperforming your abilities in that like, it had I more to give? For the first time, yes. Yeah. yeah, for the very first time out there, if my tire pressure was a little bit too high, new suspension, everything, I definitely, I don't think I hit the limits. It's no, also your vape. I think I've mm. still got a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I'd agree with Matt. Yeah. Definitely your I, I think that's that's mm. also probably a thing is that because you, it is your car, your yes. one car. It is. You know, that if you've been it, it's just ba- stuff. Oh yeah, it, it's bay. You know, yeah. I, I spent I spent <laughs> a good four hours. I'm using that word, mate. I'm using that word. Do you have to? Yeah, for my car, absolutely. I spent four hours detailing it after the track day, which is another topic within itself, I guess. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, it's probably more time that I've spent in the past couple of months detailing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've never I've never clay barred a car before, and I was very skeptical about it. But my other friend was like, "You have to try it." Absolutely, night and day. I said, "Bullshit." Mm. We did it. And it was it, it, it looked spectacular I can't believe it you literally like you run your hand across it and it's almost like the smoothest thing you can imagine but you did you Silk. spend the four hours on it because it was after the track day no or... because it was because it was before a car show don't worry I don't even watch my car normally yeah. after a track day I let that brake dust sit on there and yeah. gives it a bit of character <laughs> no um, but uh, no it was, I've never I've never done a full wax in detail any of that stuff before mm. so you actually so. set up at the car show this time didn't you, you I did I paid a little bit more to get in there and they said you can park in that corner next to the K car was yeah. it good did um, you have anybody come up to you? I did have a few people poke their head in the door. Yeah, a few people you know, about a couple it. people taking photos. and I was quite, quite impressed. My very first yeah. car show. Yeah, yes. it would have been. I was, I was quite happy. Well, the first it. car show with your car in the show. Yes, correct. That's you have been to car shows before. Uh, many a car yes. show. Many, um, many a car show. No. So, uh, overall, it was a very, very busy day. But, yeah, I, was, I was knackered. Oh, it was the so. same day. It yeah. was the exact so same day. So, it was a happy laps in the morning at 7am. Came back home. Clay barred, waxed and sort of detailed it. And then car show at night. So I was wrecked. You kept the semis on for that as well. I kept the semis on. Yeah. So yeah, you kept the race car look for the show. I had had to. I had to. I couldn't go back. No, you you couldn't go in the show with your stockies, mate. Oh shit, no. I wouldn't be let in. (laughs) No, and then today I finally bit the bullet. I finally came back down to earth and I put the stockies back on. Hmm. And, uh, Even the RE003s, they probably cost more per corner, don't they? Um, well, okay, they cost about 180 a corner, but that's a, a much narrower a size. Hell of a lot longer, though. Yeah. Um, so the RE003s were, I think, 180 a corner for a 225 45R17. Those Federals are 255 40R17 mm. for about the same price. But, but you're going to get 70,000 kilometers out of it as opposed to 10 track days. Yeah, but hold it, just hold it for a second, mate. <laughs> when you're on a track, <laughs> you are wearing down yeah, the tire no, no, I know a that, lot I know. more. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, so at this rate here, the RW3 should last significantly longer. Heck mm. yeah, I shouldn't have to change those. That's, the, that's the plan as well. Yeah, that's so that's the plan, why yeah. they're worth more. Well, they're worth more because you know that that horrible, you know, propeller plane noise I was just describing. Yeah. they've got more refinement. Does not exist. Yeah, also to. Yeah. The also, RW3s are awesome in the wet. Also wet, yeah. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to be in the wet. Yeah, <laughs> those tires looking at them, you wouldn't want to be in the wet. No, with those. it's literally just like a flame on them, and that's it. There's, there's been no sort of engineering guards of, 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 of being cold. Even the cold, you can tell yeah. a lot more with the uh, Federals. That's interesting. Um, there's definitely less grip, or rather, there's definitely more grip once they heat up. Yeah. Um, but no, I definitely now definitely appreciate. What those big companies do, like you know, Pirelli, Michelin, Bridgestone, when they make a top tier performance tire, yeah, it's worth it. when you get the burger with the works, yeah, yeah, because you know, I mean, the, the Federals have more grip, but mm. you know, the RW3s, 
you get maybe 70% of that grip and yeah. you get you get much more sort of well drivability but yeah, yeah, you sacrifice so, some of the trackability for hmm. daily ability. Yeah. So in other words, if I didn't do any sort of track work, I would not touch the Federals. Hmm. You'd be perfectly happy with an RE003 or a Pilot Sport 4. That'd be all you need hmm. for daily, hmm. any sort of daily. Even just, you know, if you do canyon carving, go up Nebo, whatnot, that's definitely yeah. all you would need. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, if you want to go to a track, you want to go next level, the Federals, definitely give them a try. Awesome. Cool. Cool. All right, anything else? We're going on to actual news. Oh, I'm keen for some real news. All right. So uh, the Honda Civic Type R has officially had its pricing announced for Australia. Sexy car. Mm. No, so yes. I, it's even ugly to the blind. We, <laughs> <laughs> actually, Michael, you weren't here for the uh, the debate. Yes. What is your opinion Why are you not? on the uh, Civic Type R? Do you like the styling? <coughs> no, I think it looks like a fighter jet, but that doesn't really appeal to me. But that's every type of. But would I you mean, say it looks bad? I it, I know bad subjective. It looks very generic. The white generic kind of, generic. Yeah, I mean, given all Look the kind this. of so, just hold up, hold up. <laughs> every single sports car coming out these days has that kind of styling about it. The MD, the WRX, the STI, all that kind of stuff. They all have that super hyper-aggressive with flares and fairings and everything like I that think going on about it. So to me, it's very generic looking. I think that and the Focus RS aren't too far apart in terms of how sort of crazy... Well, the comments were that, that and the STI, or the RS and the STI had a baby to produce the Type R. Yeah. I agree with that. But that is not a bad thing at all. Those oh, those are both good looking if cars. If that baby yeah. got absolutely and flogged with the ugly stick, then <laughs> yes, that your hatred that's, that's pretty your, brutal. Right? Yeah. But anyway, so I, the pricing it just, doesn't yes anyway. doesn't really appeal to me. Well, though. there right. you go. There you go. Okay. So the pricing, at least this is Queensland pricing. It could be whatever it is in the other parts of Australia. Um, is going to be fifty six grand. Um, good that's price. driveway price. Um, so it's going to be. Uh, it's in competition basically with your Focus RS, your Golf R, your GTI, and your STI. Um, yeah, it's going to be a interesting battle, I suppose. I mean, obviously the RS is a bit more difficult to come by, um, but the pricing is all around that sort of early to mid fifties. How do you think it would compete with the cart with its competitors, though? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I love the Type R. Has it got enough power to do it? But because that's fifty six grand. That's like Golf R, STI. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's RS. Doesn't the Civic Type R come in at like three hundred horsepower? Well, bring it up here. I'm bringing. I don't have the stats in front of me. I can't really. It's funny how they we did our stats last week. It's funny how they link performance and fuel economy under the one tab. I just don't think those two really match up. Not exactly. It's two hundred twenty eight kilowatts and four hundred newton meters of torque. That's a lot. That's a lot of torque. Yeah, automatic only though. No, manual no. only. Is it manual only? Manu- manual, manual only. only. Very good. Rev matching function. Mm. For all the can you, t- can you turn that off? No. Oh, I'm sure you've got to tune, you probably could. You probably could. But factory, no. Um, I uh, I wouldn't want to turn it off. Probably rev matches better than any human can. <laughs> There's no fun Would in that moment. Would be easy. I'd still probably go the STI. Yes, obviously. I think I'd probably pick a, a, a Focus RS over it. Is this um, supercharged or turbocharged? Turbo V2. Turbo two liter with VTEC with VTEC. Oh, sexual. So What's, it's. I wonder what RPM it gets to. 
I think it's six like fifty, six thousand five hundred at max wouldn't power. Wouldn't be much higher than that then. No, probably seven grand. I'd say seven, yeah, seven, I'd say seven. It's probably gonna be eight, knowing us. <laughs> yeah, so I find that interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing the first one on the road. Um, actually, the Home Dealership down the road from here has got one. Uh, when we were coming home the other night, they have really? one in the showroom, and oh, I wanted to go yeah. have a look. Is it not just mm. an RS? It be an R. Well, it's no, definitely they, not. They make an, they make an, they make an oh, okay. RS. I don't usually pay attention a... to Civic, so I don't know. Mate, but, I um, was going to buy one. You're no, popping no. your pants about this one. Mate, the Type R is interesting to me. I like it. Um, I want to see one in person, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it set, set the fastest lap time around the Nürburgring. Oh, who gives drive. a shit? For the third episode of the road. <laughs> we had no, this argument last no, week. No, we're not doing this. So, I think it's interesting. Who gives a shit? Matt doesn't care. I don't care. He's Call the, me he's James, the May. James May of the Call group, basically. It's, it is a big pissing contest. It's between oh, yeah. Factors, though. But it's like, still... But down to it. It's still context. But and that's what I like about it. It's an achievement, though. Yes. But it's not an then achievement. Again, like, like, seven minutes, 16 seconds or something. When was the last time that record was broken, though? Yeah, <laughs> probably two a weeks week ago. ago. Yeah, it's get, it gets like yeah, the Nurburgring records get broken all the time. Unfortunately, you would you would definitely buy an SDI, brand new factory I SDI, would buy an any STI. day of the century. Yeah, I would buy an STI. I'd probably buy a WRX premium and then spend the other ten grand on mods. See, I wouldn't though, because that engine I, isn't as strong as the FA twenty. It's weaker. It's weaker uh, than the um, the BRZ86 FA20. The 2018 Ow. STI has the FA20 in it. Confirmed. Mm, of course it would. Yeah. I knew that so clearly it's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, the FA20 is a very potent engine. Mm. But Underappreciated. Also the Subaru uh, tuners, mm -hmm. they, they, they say it responds to boost really well. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah. why the BRZ should be turbocharged. Yeah. Supercharged, actually. Supercharged. It's about the packaging, my friend. Yeah, it is. There's just mm. not enough space under there. There's not enough cooling under there. It does require a fair bit of work to get the cooling. Cooling is the biggest issue. It is. It is. Um, but you've got a. It's not a BRZ. Mm. The SDI has a big hood mm. with a lot of ability to cool shit. And it's got yeah. the top mounted intercooler. So and it does know. have a top mounted intercooler. Which you move to the front because race car. No. no. I'd keep it top. I'd move it to the front. Cool. Do both. Badass. Why not have both? <laughs> Why not have both? Yeah. So I think we're all in agreement that the SDI is the way to go. Yeah, I'd pick that. Well, well, actually, I don't know. I wanna, I wanna make this an argument because yep. if you were dailying it, wouldn't you choose a DSG Golf R? No. no. Really? I would definitely. No. Really? DSG does fart when it changes gears, but that's a small price that's to pay fun. for the amazing technology it has. Yeah. Man, I, I sold them for a year, and I'd still go for the STI. Yeah, I mean, I guess the question is, if you could only have one car. If you can I only think have one the car, STI is the perfect STI. family car. Not perfect. Family it's the perfect family car. It's a terrible family I'd car. Okay, say, fine. The I'd RS6 say the W. I know the WRX yes, Premium yeah. would be a good family car. Uh, the WRX yes, Premium would that. be a great I would buy a family WRX, car. Yeah. Any day of the century, that would be your choice. But then that's forty-four. Okay, you need to. Well, I'd rather pay forty-four for that WRX Premium over uh, actually uh, a GDI Mark Seven. Mm. The new over a GTI, not a Golf R, <laughs> not a Golf R. Because really? that's, that's a different price point. Look at this: the Golf, the Golf it's R. Ten grand. Using using Mitch's. Uh, stats here. You're paying wonderful 13 missions, grand premium stats. for the R. Yeah. Which you're not going to pay. It's all wheel drive. No. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's 50 grand um, plus on roads for a premium, but you can get them for about 45 on road. Okay. That's, that's, brand that's good value for money. The, the Lavorgo okay. is. What about the Lavorgo? Nah, fuck the Lavorgo. CBT. What? CBT only. Okay, CBT I have an only. issue with people who shoot down CVT gearboxes, okay? Here we go. And it's the no, marketing no, 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 no. people who killed it. 
Get no, flame see, suit the CV2, on. The CVT gear box is a great gearbox. I want a manual. Manual. Okay. Regardless of how good the CVT is. Exactly. I understand. No, but if you look at some of the the like car auto trader, he's I love his reviews on YouTube. He loves the CVT in the WRX. It changed CVTs for him. Apparently, that's one of the best CVTs ever made. Yeah, I would still choose the manual. It's not true CVT because the people. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. A true CVT gearbox, you will never ever hear the engine change gears yeah, ever. It no, just they've sits simulated at one RPM. Yeah. They've, they've simulated. simulated it because the marketing people are absolute fuckwits. And they say they people need to feel like they have gears to play with. But if you it's put like, it in no, all if you put it in all that. automatic, it, there's only about three thousand RPM that it moves. I know I've driven one. No, 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 well. no, no. A true CVT gearbox does not change. Yeah, I know it doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying yeah. as well. So it's like just, a like a Tesla or something. You know, like an electric mode. Yeah, it just, just sits. It just out. sits at like two and a half thousand RPM max torque. Right. Because the way it works is imagine like a a, a uh, remember those stupid spinny things that we have. What were they called? Spinners. No, not <laughs> fucking spinners. The fidgets? No, no, no. no, no. no. The, the, were they bolos or something that had the two cones? Oh, the, oh, the those yeah. Things. yeah. So a CVT gearbox basically works by pushing a belt going around those two cones yeah. and yeah. it goes in and out and that's why it's constantly variable. It's actually quite old technology. It just... It's, yeah, exactly. It, it is, is actually. It actually is actually very old. But it's, it's, it's an incredibly effective way because you're... And the reason why it is actually faster in a straight line than a manual gearbox is because it sits constantly at about 4,000 RPM or whatever the torque or wherever is. the best part of the torque is mm. at a constant, constantly. So you, mm. you cannot yeah. increase your acceleration Instead time. Instead of changing right. the RPMs, you just have an infinite amount of gear ratio. At exactly oh, yeah, 200 yeah. kilowatts. Oh, okay, yeah. I see what you mean. But I want a manual. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I can agree with... I, I think we're all that. arguing the same point. We are arguing yeah. the same point. Yeah. So that's what it's called a discussion yes. when you're arguing the same point. <laughs> it's an argument when you disagree. <laughs> Uh, but can we uh, all agree touche. that people who shoot down CVT gearboxes because they go, oh, it's inefficient, are all idiots? I haven't heard the argument, but sure. Yeah, okay, actually, good. I haven't heard that too much. I just oh, don't I've want to. I don't so want to. I just think a lot, of the, a lot of the criticisms came from the earlier ones that had poor reliability, which they were. Even yes. the original Subaru ones. Were I think that, yeah, they were. They were I think I think rubbish. that sort of tainted the technology. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, I, I don't, don't know what they are like now, but. That's where we are a factor. Mm. All right, what's next? So keeping with the Civic Type R yes. theme we got going, not theme, second topic. Anyway, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but over in Texas, um, there's there's stories blown up a little bit about a lady, uh, what's her name, Alma Blue Summers. Uh, a couple months ago, she put a, because she's like a Honda fan. Um, she loves her Hondas, apparently. Um, she put a $1,000 deposit on the Civic Type R. So and this is the one that we actually linked in on our Facebook page. Correct, isn't yeah. It? So yeah, I linked yeah. it on our Facebook page, the facebook.com slash gears and beers podcast. We actually got the URL now. Look it up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so basically she got a signed contract and everything. She got it for MSRP price as well, um, which is surprising because um, dealerships have been selling them over sticker by roughly twelve grand or so. Um, yeah, because the, the demand is so high they can they can jack it up. They can get away with it. It's yeah despicable, they but they can get away with it. Um, so obviously, the the the, uh, the dealership in question here is um, Jack. Was it Jack O Diamonds? I think it was called. Um, and they basically wanted to uh, keep the car for a minimum of ninety days and have it on display in the dealership 
um, to basically draw people in. Yeah. Uh, the, the general manager of the dealership uh, said, and I quote, he wanted to do this to, uh, to draw in customers and get their money's worth. <laughs> Which is just a blatant uh, dick move, basically. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, they've got a signed contract of purchase, basically. Um, well, that's right. They've got evidence of it, everything. She's got text messages talking about it. She had the VIN number texted to her. She has all this information. Um, and then when they realize that they want to get, you know, what so, so-called their money's worth for the car, um, they started calling us. Obviously, that kills any paper trail. Mm. Um, wow. Alma took to YouTube with quite an emotional video. She was like actually breaking down in tears and whatever, saying that she wanted this car. She dreamed about this car. She was saying she was when she was watching reviews of the car, she was crying tears of happiness that she was going to get this car. And, um, and now it's tears of pain. Yeah, then it was yeah tears of disappointment and, and just frustration that she wasn't going to get her car. Um, a guy on Reddit, uh, JT Mart 007, he posted the story to our cars. Um, and it blew up. People watched her video on YouTube 18,000 times in two days. Wow. They talked to the Dang. dealership's Facebook page, rating it one star, and give, to calling them out on their bollocks. Um, That's good. good. Yeah. Good. It was cra- I was reading through the comments. It was getting quite brutal. And the dealership was saying that nothing has changed and you know they just wanted to hold on to the car or whatever. Um, yeah. So, so she got the car yet? Or? Yeah. So I was, uh, Jalopnik, they, were, they had an article on it as well. Um, and they had an update saying as of Friday, she has got a car. It's oh, a black good. one. Um, and the dealership also issued a, f- uh, a formal apology um, and conceded that they were wrong. So <laughs> good on them for that. Yeah. But it shouldn't have got to that point. Yeah. Know? It shouldn't have got to the point where she had to basically be in tears, you know, crying that she couldn't get her dream car. Um, yeah. So dodgy dealer doing a dodgy thing. Yeah. Um, surprise, you? surprise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I just found it interesting. Also, it's surprising that some dealerships are getting away with $12,000 over sticker price with one of these cars. That doesn't surprise me for a second. That happens no, with every I know, but it's still... How much still... were the first 86s going for? Oh, they were still going... They, they, were, they were going for roughly sticker price, but the waiting list was huge. Well, I know that the so dealers were charging mistake, well right? over 40 grand for the GTS. Mm. Like 42, 43. And, the, what, the dodgy... and I mean, technically, the drive away, that the base price was 35990 Hmm. So there was definitely a markup on those. And they were charging for um, floor mats, which were standard. Yeah. A couple of dealerships were charging for floor mats. But it was it's their ridiculous. floor mats, but they didn't tell you that you couldn't actually mm, yeah. have the original one. Mm. Right. Mm. So, bastards. yeah, it was um, a bit... Sneaky. Yeah, unethical, let's say. Yes. Yes. Very. Yeah. But I guess it's good, you know, social media nowadays. Oh, it's... You know, the social justice warriors. Yeah. That's right. In force. Yeah. Well, I think... Metaphorical for, pitchforks. For, for the better, I think, in this case. It was... Uh, it was uh, there was another story, too, about a, a person in America, the BRZ, mm. and the dealer kept stuffing them around with a warranty claim. Yes. Um, um, she's actually quite well... I forget her name, but she's quite well known. She yeah. posts often to the yeah. uh, FT86 subreddit, and she's got, like, a whole following. Yeah. Um, got it's a white one with like uh, an anime panda down the side from me. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted to. They're saying that the damage caused her fuel pump or something was something from a ripple fuel. strip. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. But which is complete bollocks. Yeah, and there was no evidence of it. Yeah, basically they were going to honour the warranty claim until one of the employees stalked her Instagram and social media yeah. and found a picture of her car to track. Yeah. At which point they completely changed their tune mm-hmm. and tried to deny her warranty. Yeah, they, they were holding her car ransom. Really? Yeah. Yep, they were going to charge her for all the work. So it was like over a thousand dollars. 
Um, but again, Jalopnik to the rescue, or not to the rescue, but they posted about it. And um, death threats for the, to the dealership yeah, owner to the rescue. And lo and behold, it was getting it pretty, very heated. pretty heated and brutal there. Yeah, and um, she got her car back and all repaired under warranty. Um, yeah, so it's honestly on, shocking how dealerships can actually do all that stuff yeah. there. Any it's, opportunity to make some money. Oh, it, mm. it's and being uh, I was in car sales and I know how bloody brutal it is when someone comes in and want your best price and they're just going to go down the road to the next dealership. And that's true. There's yeah. the other side of it. Like, do, the other dealers side do get stuffed over. You test drive someone, you, you know, give them all the best service in the world, and then they go get a better price at so and so down the road. And Matt's just having an <laughs> orgasm over the Focus RS at the moment. <laughs> it's a gorgeous looking car. Give it a blue. Click, click the blue. The blue? Yeah. Nah. Apparently it costs no. Ford $500. I would have the white. Well, like it, it, they lose $500 every time they sell one in blue. US, really? 500 US. Really? Yep. Huh. Yep. It's it's an expensive color for them to make. I want it I in blue. I just think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for they got a new <laughs> It motivates me even more for blue. Um... I just think I don't know. Like I really, I really, I would pick the the gunmetal grey in the WRX. Hmm. That looks yes, awesome. that's mint. I'd that go white. Mint. Look at and that. That looks nice. The black. Yeah. But if I think I've I've seen the blue of the black wheels. I love that combo. The blue with black wheels. That was a real hero. That blue was real with hero. black. Mm. Yeah. No, but that's I not agree. the right blue. Imagine that, that for an RS. Because the RS is such an out there sort of car. No, but hang on. Imagine that in a WRX blue. The new WRX blue. The old WRX. Imagine blue. a WRX, WRX in that blue. No, 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 but I mean I'm like pretty that. sure you can almost get that blue with the Subaru though. That's yeah, that's not They made they made a hyper blue limited yeah, edition the hyper blue, yeah. It looks good. That looks awesome. Mm. The, no, the, 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 the hyper blue is also valid in WRX. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. It looks but was nice. it as, as a special edition yeah, or special edition. Special edition. Oh, special edition. Yeah, it's got not much power. 250-70-kilowatts-like-that-is-a-lot-yes-it-is-it's-the-same-boater-as-the-eco-boost-mustang-so-what's-interesting-is-why-have-they-not-done-that-in-the-eco-boost-mustang-because-is-it-because-it'll
because the XR6 ha- Turbo had as much power more and than. more torque. Mm. Mm. So the, the people who buy the V8s are then just stupid. Well, no, no, no. It's the V8 no. lovers. There's nothing it's wrong V8. with them. They just I'd go the V8. The V8. Some no, people just want so a big, if they want a V8, V8, if they want a V8, that's fine. Mm. But if they want power, they buy they the XR6 Turbo. Get the and that's most what happened. Power. And that's why they were shooting themselves in the foot, which is why they're not doing it with EcoBoost and they're limiting the power. They're like, I think it's to do with the market for each of the two models. Exactly. Yeah. I think the, the, the detuned ego boost in the Mustang is just for people that don't give a stuff about performance. They yeah. just want the, they just want the, the sexy. They yeah. Want, yeah. They've they dreamed want the about owning a Mustang. Because if, if they cared they about performance, Ford would put the RS spec ego boost motor in the Mustang. But, but they haven't. They've given you a detuned version. Doesn't that make the EcoBoost Mustang... Doesn't that make that the car that we should want? Because we can add extra power and we can correct put the, it exactly it, so why theoretically, do you guys, theoretically no 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 so why do you guys constantly poo-poo my idea of the eco no the problem I is never said that yes, personally no, no. <laughs> go <laughs> back and find the recording of me <laughs> the eco boost you so no the issue is is that you, you can't rock up you can't rock up to a car mate with a mustang known for having a v8 engine and have a four-cylinder bullshit I call bullshit. No, yeah, I, I call bullshit. No, yeah. I think no. I would like to think that the car enthusiast culture acknowledges the fact that the EcoBoost is far superior to the V8, and it's just goes that's superior. smarter. You got more power. For you got less. more. You got more modding potential. The exactly. Which is, which is the scene that. we're in. Yeah. Are we swaying you? It looks almost like you're swaying. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. God help me. The, the, the four-cylinder EcoBoost in the RS. Yes. Four cylinders in a Mustang? No. It's a Why? light it's a lighter engine, Mitch. It is. It's a it's a, a Mustang. sweeter handling car. It's a Mustang. It's a sweeter handling Mustang. In isolation, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they're only a, a council bus is comparable to a Mustang, No, they're handling. only fifteen hundred kilos. That's Mustang right. needs a V8. It's as simple as that. It doesn't. Well, it does. well then, yeah. I would argue that yeah, Ford should put more effort into, ver- into developing their V8s. But they won't because the no, V8's dying. Yeah, so V8. then they should just kill it off and just put the full cylinder. But they what won't because they it's, it's a Mustang. Well, then they're aiming for a small market. But this is because it's a price point. The good, the good engine, <laughs> the good V8, we don't get. It's in the Shelby GT350. Oh my God, help me. The flat plane crank. GT350R. Buster R. Now that yeah. is a sweet. That's one that we that get. We don't get. We get the supercharger option. I would pick that over any EcoBoost you can think of. Yeah. No questions asked. Nah. That that is, yeah. that, that oh. is the engine to have in the Mustang. No, because it's not a livable item. Option. It doesn't matter. A Mustang isn't a livable. If you're looking at buying a GT350 or even a GT350R, it's not going to be a daily. But now you're comparing. No. You're talking about forty thousand dollars difference in car here. Yeah. I'm just saying. So you're, you're talking <laughs> about two different cars. In, no, 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 no. I'm talking about engines here. You guys built out of the out of the pond with all the other Mustang bullshit. I'm <laughs> saying the V8 oh, wow. to have from Ford huh. is the 5.2. It wins. 95 Ron. Screw you and your 98 crap. I don't want I puddle ethanol. water in my car. Puddle water. Puddle water. Puddle water. Yep. Anyway, I think we've argued about engines. Not puddle water. Wait. Do <laughs> so you put 898 in he your has car? To. I have to. 86 have to. Oh, I can put 95 in to get to the next For petrol station. Yeah. But it needs 98. It'll knock away. It will knock and it will it won't be happy. No. It's a high compression engine. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, but so is the ND. It's 13 compression. They run 91. No, they don't. They no, do. sure. no, no new I'm car runs. Sure no they car run run 91. 91 is only for like old mate with his V well, VT Commodore. Or the Subaru. <laughs> My Impreza. Yeah, but Just that's still 90. 
what, can 99? we just look this up? Because yeah, I'm almost positive you can run it on 91. Yeah. The 13 well, look, compression. It, you know, that's not it, important. It's, it's funny. It's a bit of a contradiction. Our 8.6 owner's manual says you can run 95. It can. But then, if you look at the sticker on the petrol cap, it says 98 only. Yeah. Use 95 only in emergency situations. Mm. Wow. So, and from the tuning but community... The only reason found. why I'm asking, like, claiming mm. that Mazda can run 91 is because they actually use very, very different shaped pistons yeah, it's, it's in their ND. It's an it incredibly yeah. unique piston shape that allows them to get that 13 compression ratio. Yeah, well, we've got 13 yeah. compression ratio. But it's a different piston head. So they yeah. they run like... It's almost a volcano. Yeah, so it the is. way the piston works, it's almost like that. Okay. And then there's a spark plug that comes down to about there. So you get so pre-ignition, and then you get extended detonation. And then it goes, boom, then it goes <laughs> out through there, which is why they don't have pre I love visual aids on a radio program. Like it, well, it helps you guys. <laughs> Screws, screw the user. Yeah, or the listener, the 57, apparently, audience that we've got. You've got to be happy with that. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. Very, yes. We will <laughs> somehow... Visual representations you are, up on the you. We'll take a photo and post it to our Instagram. How in God's name do you listen to us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People no. are saints. I was going to talk about the world record drifts, but I don't know if it's particularly interesting. No, let's do it. I want to listen. I really okay. do. Just quickly. So, all right. So we're going to move off from these engine and whatever discussion well, yeah. and somehow we've got on to fuel. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> because um, podcast? So Because <laughs> rambling and beer. Because um, beer. So basically, there was an article on I think it was Wheels or Motorbike. They're both based. They're both same, same company. Same, Who same. cares? Nope. Um, so the official world record drift um, uh, by driver German driver Harald Harald uh, Mueller. Um, he drifted a Toyota eighty six for one hundred forty four point one two six kilometers. Damn, Daniel. That was close. Which is uh, quite a distance. <laughs> That's the official record. So it's 95. Um, oh. The unofficial record is by a gentleman named Jesse Adams. I assume it's a gentleman. Um, did a thousand laps of a circular skid pan, uh, which was 168.5 kilometers. Wow. Um, took him five hours, 45 minutes. Um, both of these were done in the same car. Hang on. How do you, how do you possibly you have... Me drifting without changing tires? Yeah. Thank you. Wet skid pan. Wet skid pan. Oh, okay. So it's really a controlled slide rather than a power yeah drift. it's a power slide it's which power is why slide. it's the unofficial drift okay it's basically where where depending on what your personal definition is of a drift yeah um which i mean even if you, you could argue that uh formula d is basically power sliding because they've all got thousand plus horsepower cars now you know it's like yeah drifting is sort of actually the fia's got involved now they're going to have their own series yeah mm. Be, is that a good thing? It's a very good we thing. Like it's going to make it. Like it's going to make it a lot more consistent and regulated instead of like having sixty different ter- like different drifting competitions. They're going to come in with more set uh, standards, and it's going to make a lot more sense. Is nice. it? Mm. I like it. I yes. think I'm keen. Um, but yeah, I, so that's drifting. That's drifting. It, like it wasn't much, but it was somewhat relatively interesting. Hey, it's news. Yeah, it's news. Um, what what else? What, is there any other news? There's a there's a few other things we want to talk about. Right, cool. um, the most interesting one is that the Ferrari 812 Superfast has been sold out in Australia. Damn, Daniel. Knocked Completely out. sold out. They've got enough... Uh, well, they've got more than the entire allocation or the entire expected production run of the 812 alone in Australia. And this is for a global Wait, production for, run. Wow. In Australia alone, we have seven years worth of orders. 
Wow. There's only going to be five years worth of development or production for the cards. At a price of, what, $610,000? $610,000. How does Australia have that many wealthy people? It's actually... A supercar purchasing uh, has been on the slow rise of 9 9 to 10% last few years. It's because of the increase in Chinese people. Yeah, probably. This is actually mind-boggling And the average age is actually 48 in Australia. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Oh, my goodness. We've got got the youngest... um, Average age for a Ferrari buyers. So can we I all cross our China. fingers and hope that they start Apparently trading in? Well, China used to have an average like age of I think thirty-five years. Apparently, <laughs> they've all moved here, mate. They've all all, all the Chinese have moved here. I, I like how all you, the rich how you ones. Think yeah. that. Um, <laughs> no, I just want to quickly run over the, the specs of the um, A12. I love specs. Please tell me more. I know you love numbers. After last week, I could tell. I just know you love I'm the numbers. I'm riveted by. So it has. A, I'll quickly run through it. V12, obviously, five hundred eighty-eight kilowatts at eight thousand five hundred RPM. That's not many. For what it is, yeah, no. I was okay, for a V12, well, sure. Well, just how big is it though? How big is a V12? Like capacity? I don't have that number. It'd be like four liters. That's the, the one numbers I don't have. Um, but 718 newton meters of torque. Yeah, that's a lot of torque. At 7,000 RPM. Yeah, that sounds like a very very large engine. It's a Grand um, Tourer as well. Keep in mind, it's not oh, really. Yeah, it's not designed to be like the 488. What's it, the max RPMs? Low. So it's a 6.5 litre V12. 6.5. So 6.5. It's, yeah, it's small-ish capacity for a V12. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, 0 to 100 in 2.9 seconds with a 340 kilometre house uh, top uh, top speed. Is it a very high revving engine? Well, oh, if, it's, it's, if its peak output is 8,500. That's a high RPM. Oh. That's VTEC territory almost. Well, that's just... But my, my thing is, is that because that's sold out, what do you buy now? The Anything answer? else? No, the answer, a GT2 RS. Yes. Yes, please. But that's 645. That's 645,000. So it's more. Yeah. Plus, you've got to get the Wysak, Wysak package, which oh, strips yeah, some true. weight and all that. So you have to get that. So, so how probably close to 700. I'm curious. Do you know how the 2017 Ford GT weighs up to that? Um, no, I don't have the stats for that in front of me. I'm so, looking up Porsches. yeah, mate, you're fun looking actually. up Porsches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently this is the most successful pre-launch of a Ferrari in our history. Apparently, according to the um, head bloke for the Australasia region, I didn't get his name. That that is very impressive. But what Ferrari's done. Yeah. So that Kia has something in, uh, in common with Ferrari in terms of uh, orderings. I am more excited <laughs> for that Kia. The Kia Stinger, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I know. Right? <laughs> yes. I'm, I don't... I, honestly, I glaze over Ferraris. Yeah. Oh, the first batch is due to land in December this year. So. I would choose a McLaren. No. I'd yep. get not Porsche yep. GT2. Or Porsche in general, I'd pick over Ferrari. Yep. McLaren MP412Cs, that's been my Halo no, car forever. Yeah, that's a terrible yeah. McLaren. Hello, it looks awful. wonderful. It looks beautiful. No. Oh, the, and the 675 LT, I quite liked. What about the McLaren P1? Yeah. yeah. The weird front cockpit with two would, back seats. Okay, here, here's a question. Out of, out of those three sort of hypercars, oh. the Porsche 918, LaFerrari, or, or the uh, P1, mm. which one are you going to pick? 918. I think the 918 as well. So would I. I'd still go P1. Oh, oh, actually, hang on. Because three seats, not two. If I'm buying a supercar, I'm probably got another car that can carry That's dickheads true. around. Which... But the three seat combo is pretty cool because it's all like there, there, and there. McLaren F1 style. Yeah, it is. Mm. Well, that's exactly right. Um, no, that I saw for the first time one of the new Boxsters that we were talking about. The seven one eight. Yes, oh. it is 
awesome. Yeah. I've never wanted a Boxster before, but that <laughs> looks no, good. The prop, the, yeah. What they've done now is they've what made a Cayman and taken a tin opener to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they've done. Accurate. I'm not complaining. The, came, the, the Boxster finally looks good and finally looks like something that you might actually want to own as opposed to, all right, this is all I can afford. <laughs> yeah, because basically true. in the past so if you saw someone in a boxster it's you basically think that this person is accepting the fact that, that their life hasn't that. gone quite as well as they planned or you know, they didn't get that promotion they didn't quite get that position well, they've done well oh. enough to buy a porsche and congratulations congratulations but you know it's it's basically them conceding that you know it's oh, not what they wanted they it, want they wanted a 911 now it's, it's not slow no then well it's a turbo four now Ah, oh, so it's a Boxster. So it's it's basically it a Subaru. Yeah. Wasn't it originally <laughs> a convertible Subaru? When, when, the, when the new 718 came out, I basically said it was the Porsche STI. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. right. Well, the that. Porsche WRX, sorry. Yeah, looking at the photos, I, I think I think the Boxster's probably the looker of the two. I go the Cayman. I don't know. There's something about... I don't I don't normally like convertibles, but in this instance... Like, you can't say you don't so like convertibles. You, you're you part owner in an NA. That's fine. <laughs> You almost no, have to like, say the. Uh, my dad might cry. But I don't really like Porsches. Yeah. Oh man. I, I see how amazing they are. I just as good as they look, I still wouldn't get a Porsche. Oh right. man, I, I would oh. because if oh, be still my beating heart. Because you're if you're in Porsche territory, you're also in that territory. Yeah. No way that, would I get no. That no. destroys no. it. I don't care. The GTR is boring. It's not. How is it boring? Don't it's say it's what? driving computer either. No, no, no I won't say that because I find it <laughs> technically amazing. It just does nothing. It looks like a Nissan. It looks gorgeous. It is a Nissan. That's the problem. <laughs> a Nissan. That's the problem. It's it's gorgeous. You're wrong. It's a V6. 400 Newton. 19. New- 400 Newton. Newton. <laughs> 419 kilo at 632 newton minutes at yeah. Technically, it's built on a hermetically sealed lab. There is yada, nothing yada, yada, yada. faster. Yeah, there is. There is. There is. Nothing the faster from range, 0 to 20 kilometers. the price range. It nothing was faster p- launch. It was purely designed to beat other supercars in its price But it's range. cheaper. And it's cheaper. It's cheaper. Just, <sighs> like when the, what was it? The Porsche 911 that it, that held the record around Nürburgring. Mm. This was no, designed no, to destroy you know, it. There you go. No, Your favourite car. No, we're not bringing the Nürburgring into this. No one cares. Your favourite car is built for the Nürburgring, nothing else. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hang on, hang on, hang on. New Boxster? Mm. GTR. Yeah, they'd be about, no. These are about the same price. Why would I not go for the Cayman? But the, the, the cam is going to be more. More expensive. Slightly. No, not slightly. 20 grand more. <laughs> slightly. No, not slightly. I would fi- still go for the Boxster then. Really? Yep. Over the GTR. Yep. You still need the, to take no, your crazy the, pills. The, no. Come on. You'd take the GTR over the Boxster. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't no, take no, it yeah. over a 911. I'd take yeah, a 911. Absolutely. No, I just. Absolutely. The GTR, and I had, they haven't done anything to it for the last 10 years. Yes, they like, have. They've done a new body kit. What do you fucking do? They, yeah, they've but done all Mitch, sorts of doesn't things. Doesn't this kind of say it? They didn't need to. It's too good to start off with. No, but then we're doing the 370Z argument again. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. The 370Z <laughs> apparently has yeah. been designed to be rubbish from the get go. It wasn't rubbish 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was designed yeah, 10 years ago. Compared to the Model ago. T, it's fantastic. <laughs> 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 oh. 
No. Spectres, if anything. All right, are we done with news? Is there any more news? Uh, oh, just I a, have a question. Just a casual wide body Hellcat. Okay, no one cares. Okay, cool. Yeah, who it's cool story, bro. It's yeah. literally not even worth mentioning. No, not at all. It actually get, looks get bad. I don't it. like the wide body. Anyway, it does, like it's it. a Hellcat. Let's, no one cares. Let's, let's move on. That. Let's yeah. scratch it up. Rip that paper. I want to hold on to the. Colby. Ah, not not Okay, yeah, what did I, you want to go on to? I actually have a topic, guys. Okay, should, that's know, a surprise. for it. For once, you actually came with something other than just me. <laughs> <laughs> Take that any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're buying an, a new car off the dealership. Mm. Doesn't, like, what it is isn't important. What is the first modification you will actually do to it? I want to start from the left, so let's <sighs> go Mr. Joseph E. Can we, before a, we start, can we just agree on a car that is? Yeah, let's get let's actually agree on a car. All right, WRX Premium because it's the one I'm okay. probably gonna buy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go with this that. week. We'll help this you week. with your car choice. We'll help you with the choice <laughs> this week. So this is basically a list of things you want to do to it, man. Well, you're, you're crowdsourcing ideas. Crowdsourcing ideas. Right. Well, you so all have a part in it. First mod for a WRX. Um, if it okay, if it doesn't come with the really half decent tires, do the tires. If it, it does doesn't. come with them, I don't know what tires comes with. If it does come with good tires, go for a catback exhaust. Really? Unleash that boxer rumble. Nah. I reckon. Because what else are you going to do? It's an FA20. It. It's not a real boxer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Put that flame suit on, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Uh... Well, I mean, what else are you going to do with WRX Premium? It's brand new. You don't need new suspension or brakes. Take do you? it to a tuning shop. He's on the Is money. That, Wait, that no. ruins the warranty. Sorry, you, you can't keep change it. Back. You can't talk. Man, you did the you bloody can't. pulley after I did, and you wa- you voided your warranty. That was a, that. that was a good year into ownership. I might Three add. year warranty on the eighty six. Yeah, I'm just saying. I wouldn't recommend that to somebody that wants to just ruin their warranty. You can the flash back and then remove the tune, See, my, and they can no, be covered by dealers. My question is: the eighty six has an unlocked ECU. That's why we can tune it using the open flash tablet. I don't believe the WRX has an unlocked ECU. Of course it would. I doubt it would. Well, I don't know. Yeah, the we'll have, have to wait until uh, until Matt you get Matt it. Buys one next week, and then we <laughs> but, can find out. But it'll be a different car next week. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest about it. Yeah, we've gone through yeah. what uh, SV6, which is just a definite no. That's no, not gonna, no, that. it's not going to happen. <laughs> I won't allow it. What about a V8 version? A V8 would be slightly more agreeable, but right. still no. You, you don't Unless it's a V8 one with an LS in it. What oh, other V8 Ute is there? I don't know. Exactly. There isn't. Probably um, not there much. <laughs> 86 a few times now. Nah. BRZ. Same thing. Yeah, you've, you've chosen trades between the two. Um, BRZ was always going to be over the 86. WRX, again. You've had, you've had that a few times. Always. Um, but then it's like hatchback versus. Would newish. you wait for the Kia Stinger? No. No. I was just curious. Yeah, no, no. It's going to be awesome, a- but before delivery, that's going to be like mid 2018. Would you get a Hyundai Genesis? No, 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 no. Really? No, why would you? It's only been available here. Yeah, it's not coming. No, the, not the coupe. Not, not the right one. We get the four door taxi edition. Yeah, Which that doesn't is... have the V8 in it. I swear it does. Yeah, there, there is the one with the V8, which is why they can... Are they entering the V8 supercars? Oh, I don't know. I hear, keep hearing rumours. Oh, I know Holden's not even going to have a V8 anymore. They're, they're testing that new V6 twin turbo. Oh, God. Oh, God. I oh, know. Sad. What a waste. Like, V6 twin turbo and a Kia? Awesome. <laughs> V6 twin turbo and a supercar? Yeah. I think that's yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. 
what to say fuel yes they win championships then and no, it's but less it's mass. The, you're, you're approaching this from an engineer's cars. perspective. Yeah, it's v what I do. I'm an engineer. V8 supercars. It's a winning combination. You're not to twin Sacrifice turbo. as much as you can to win, and you win anyway, and In you get v more. Goes way. back to my carbon fiber drive shaft. No, shut up. <laughs> 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 See, that, like, I'll be straight up. That is the worst thing you can do to that car. No, I disagree. Actually, I think it's fantastic. Do everything, then the carbon fiber drive shaft. No. 82 grand. That's <clears> out of my budget. There's nowhere near my budget. 82 grand for what? The Genesis. That's Ooh. ridiculous. What? 82 grand for a Hyundai? Yes, for a Hyundai. Uh, a Hyundai? Hyundai. No. No, yes, it is legit. <laughs> Cardvice.com.au. Wow. Yeah. 82 grand. That's... Shove that up, you jinger. Who would say? Who's is... got 82 grand beers and goes, yes, I'm, I'm going to look into a Hyundai dealership? If you don't want European, what's the best luxury car that's not a Lexus? I'd oh, no, you said, from, why, why would you not go a Lexus? Holden Statesman. I'm sure you can see versions of that. A, a Jag. A Jag. <laughs> a Jag. A Jag. <laughs> I'd reckon if you don't want to go German, you need something luxurious. No, I said European. Yeah, European. Jag's European. Exactly. I said not if you don't go European. European. Ooh. You would go Lexus. Or Infinity. Ah, Although Infinities no. look fucking weird. I love Infinities. They look weird. They do look funny. And I was behind one the other day. I was doing 30 in a 60s. It was giving me the bloody shits. Yeah, that That's a really hard question. What about an SRT8 Chrysler 300C? No. Just go yeah, full would, drug dealer. I would do it. If I was, I would dig no, it. If I was going to do that, the Cherokee, I, the Grand Cherokee yes, SRT8. No, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I like couldn't. That. I couldn't buy a Jeep. I, think I would buy that over a Chrysler 300C. It's the same bloody car. No, it's not. It's the same uh, car. It's not. What no, about no. like an old wine back a few generations? No, brand X5. new. No, that's Euro. Oh yeah, that's Euro. It's a tough one if you don't want a non a luxury a non European luxury car. That's not a Lexus. Why would you like a Lexus though? Why are you? No, the, the, because I'm trying to prove a point. Because he's that playing would, devil's advocate here. Essentially, because that That's means that funny. Lexus isn't a brand of its own. So why don't we see Lexuses everywhere? Because there's still that stigma about Lexus. What stigma? That they're just boring cars. How? Even people who are like, no, eighty percent of the population. No, 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 it's a status thing. People who aren't even into cars will see a Mercedes and BMW, regardless of if it's a one series bloody one twenty five I, which I like. Yeah, I don't care if you like it or not. But if you see that, you think that person wanted the BMW, but they bought the cheapest BMW they could get. They bought it for the status symbol. Lexus doesn't yet have that status symbol. The new um, design language and the new LC five hundred, which it, is oh, that is just. I love me some at, RC. Oh. It's an RCF. I like the RCF. There's actually one often in um, Paddock, Orange. My missus's parents' place is across the road from an RCF. Nice. He's just, he, he flogs the crap out of good it. Honor. And that's why the Lexus is a good right? I heard the would. RCF is a bit of a bastard of a car, though, why? in that it's a part spin car. It but is. It's, it's like got the front, the IS rear, 250, and, yeah. and it's got a GS350 rear end. Yeah. So it's IS front end, GS rear end. You buy that irrationally. No, you don't. You know that the BMWs are better. But you buy the Lexus because you want the Lexus. No, you'd buy that because you don't want to be in European and you don't want to have a $10,000 bloody service bill. service bill in two years' time. No, I reckon you buy that because if you buy in that, you don't care about servicing. If you buy that sort of spec no, of car. But that's a Toyota. The servicing's not going to be expensive. I doesn't matter. I think you buy that matter. because you just want a big V8 that's going to kick yeah. ass. And no, sound awesome. You actually sound buy. Awesome. That's like, what I mean. You, you, know, you, you don't would, buy you, it rationally. You, you would buy that car or lease it that's and you'd new. flog the shit out of it till the warranty's up and then you trade it in to get the music. You'd yeah. buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You exactly. wouldn't keep that forever. I'd yeah. buy that. The RC. I'd buy the RC2 litre turbo. 
the Racing Coupe. That's what RC stands for. There well, that's the same thing as the RCF, just without the V8. Racing Coupe F. Two-litre turbo. That would be fun. It's a Toyota two-litre turbo. Is it an FA20? No. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be amazing if it was an FA20. <laughs> Could you that? would. That? <laughs> well, what other two-litre turbo did, does toy, the Toyota brand make? 7.3 litres per 100 as well. That's very That's very Toyota. Oh, I don't know. What's the weight of the car? Figures? Lots. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna, it's, it's got a trackpad in it. I heard it's terrible. Yeah. Probably Lexus is. still haven't got look, a, a look. Look how good that interior is. That's a mint. I was gonna say it looks really old. Look at that. No, I like it. There's that angle lot, makes it look good. A lot of buttons in there. A lot of buttons. No. A lot of buttons. No, that's mint. Yes, please. Um. So okay, you'd say tires if tires are shit yep. on the car. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I'd say replace the driver. No, I was gonna say tires as well. Yeah, I think tires is pretty legit. Cause what think... else are you gonna do? Rap. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go do cosmetics. It's yeah. Tires. Well, now, now, nah. you, now you see my exhaust suggestion isn't no, that far fetched. No, it's the tune. That's the first thing you do. Why would you tune it on a stock exhaust? Because you can still get power out of it. Yeah, you can. It still seems. Then you have to tune it again later. If you do any more mods. I, I don't. After yeah, driving. Up, if you change up the exhaust, you're not going to get any more power out of it anyway. Or what power you're going to get is. You just do it for noise. There's no real. And that's the thing, right? Is yeah. that I've already done my loud car. Mm. I had a straight back exhaust on that. Goddamn Subaru, yeah. and I will never do a loud car again. So for me, I actually want to keep a standard exhaust. So you want to go family spec? You want to not quite family spec. I still want to. I would still want to. Well, you want play a well-designed car. But yeah, you want it to be tuned, but you want it to be quiet, like yeah, reasonable. No, I can understand a bit more that. Put into it, but you can still put like a a Q three hundred exhaust on it, which will give you a bit more Q300 performance. Freaking loud. No, not that's. I'd probably do like a Keith. You You could do like a custom. Stuff. Like your car isn't too loud. It spits oil everywhere, but it's not too. Yeah, loud. that's because it's got a blown piston ring. It does several mm. blown piston rings. <laughs> probably all of this Lexus small. has a hundred thousand kilometer yeah, warranty. We're not talking about your Lexus, no, are we? We're talking, we're talking about, about what we do to so, your WRX. But yeah. yeah, so like with my MX Five, yep. it had a one point seven five inch exhaust as standard, yeah. and I expanded that out to a two and a half inch exhaust. Did you lose power after that? I haven't dynoed it ever. I didn't notice any power, but then again, it only had 160 at the engine, <laughs> about 100 at the wheels, yeah. and it was like 20 years old when I bought it, so it's probably a lot less stop. than that. 98 so, kilowatts stop. But the thing is, though, is that when you're turboing a car, it's been proven that the MX-5 works best mm. at around about that two and a half inch size. Mm. So I was just like, plan ahead, get the two and a half. Yeah, inch get the one you need. Yeah, it just turns that. out it's actually kind of quiet until you hit that higher RPM range, mm. and it's, then it's kind of nice. Like, well, I it's very it's throaty. Kind of nice. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice exhaust. It's very throaty, very down low though. Like, yeah, it, it annoys the neighbours. <laughs> that's, <laughs> the, that's the exhaust you want though. That is. Mm. Yeah. Unless you plan on living there. So like, I would say that's a pretty that's probably livable with like mm. you that's like you know having a nice bike you'd wake up in the You're morning a little and you'd bit turn too it on I'd have a bit more muffle yeah if I was gonna daily that again yeah but couple all right so we're saying tires or catback yep right. or tune tires or tune I think all right tires or tune 
tires yeah. or tune solid options uh, I think tires are definitely valid opinion if they put like Prius tires on the WRX but I don't I think they have on the WRX that. I think I've got some decent so I think they're not they're I still think be Michelin. their version of mili- the, their sort of RE003 sort of comparative which is the Pilot Sport 4 you'd have to look yeah, because I have a feeling the dealership's probably going to try and El cheapo tires on them. No, the dealership no, the has no say. To do with it. The dealership has no say on the tire. The tire comes from the factory in yeah. Japan. Mm. It comes on the car. The dealership has no say on what tires come on it. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Oh well. Oh, it uses a modified Atkins cycle. Not that you can. Trying to find. Well, that's actually interesting. So, do we have anything else to talk about, boys? Or we're going to wrap it up here. I think we may yeah. call it a night unless someone has good. something burning yeah. on their tongues. I'm, awesome. I'm pretty content with that. Yeah, no, I think that was a, a good good discussion. Mm-hmm. We want to get your feedback as well, guys. And we'd also have any questions that you have. Feel free to get in contact with any of us. Or, yes. Or else we have a Googles. Well, we got we got a Facebooks. We got a Facebook. We got a Facebooks. We got a Facebooks. And did, well, today I finally got us to have a proper URL instead of ridiculous thing with numbers. Cool. Um, so we have facebook.com slash gears and beers podcast. Very we cool. are also gears and beers podcast on the Instagrams. Um, we are gears and beers cast. I think it is on Twitter. Um, what else do we have? But who looks at Twitter? Yeah, I don't. Twitter's dead. Twitter is. It's dead. literally <laughs> dying off. Um, what else is there to care about? To judge. <laughs> Um, I think that's it so Facebook and Twitter Gears and Beers podcast Um, on that we'll see you next week guys thanks a lot for listening share us and rate us and all of the things all the things thank you very much guys